Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. How to stay optimistic and prevent negative overthinking? Well, it's a conscious choice. You always have a choice in what things mean to you. You can assign the circumstances of your life an empowering, positive meaning, you should always ask good quality questions because most people, their self-talk sucks. They're always like, why does this always happen to me? Why does things always work out this way? Why does a girl always dump me? Or why do I always get friend-zoned? Or why is it when I ask a girl she doesn't want to date me? Or why is it when I ask for the promotion and I don't get it? Why is it when I ask for an investor to invest in my company they don't want to? Or somebody that I was hoping would be my friend to hang out and have a beer with and they don't want to hang out with me or whatever. I mean, you should always think and have an attitude of positive expectation that on a long enough timeline, eventually things are going to work out in your favor. And so you have to learn to manage the internal dialogue that's going on in your head. And so like what I learned to do in my early 20s, and I learned this from Tony Robbins, was like whenever something went sideways and didn't go the way I expected, I learned to ask myself, okay, what's good about this? What can I learn from this? How can I, as Henry Ford said, you know, as he said about failure, failure is the opportunity to begin again more intelligently. And when things don't go well or you have a bad day, which there's going to be lots of those, and they're never going to stop coming, and you're never going to be in a constant state of bliss, you're never going to get to a level of success in life where everything is sunshine and roses 24-7, and you wake up in blissful enlightenment and peace every day. You'll be meditating, having a peaceful morning, and things will be great, and then you'll get a, a call from you know, your stockbroker or your business partner and something, some investment went sideways or something got put in wrong and you just lost 100 grand. And so you're sitting there zenning out and drink, sipping your tea and admiring nature, and all of a sudden you just find out that you lost a big chunk of money that you didn't want to lose. And it's like, how do you deal with that? And so you... Because there's a lot of things to be depressed about. I mean, all you do is watch the news, right? There's just tons of negative death and destruction that's on the news. And if that's all you watch, that's all you consume, whatever you observe, you participate in. And so you have to focus on what's good about this. What can I learn about this? How can this help me to begin again more intelligently next time around? How can I improve what I'm doing? Is there some way to enhance what I'm doing to be more efficient based on these failures or, or things that, that didn't go right. And so what's super important is that you always have to have, you always got to know what your outcome is. What is it you want in life? You got to know what you want. And then in order to get what you want, you got to know why you want it. And in other words, the why are 
the emotionally compelling reasons why you want something. Because it's having a strong emotionally compelling reason why you want something is what's going to cause you to get up early and go to the gym or to choose to eat a healthy meal versus pizza and beer or being diligent and saving money every month instead of just living paycheck to paycheck and spending every dime faster than it comes in to your bank account. And so you always got to focus on... And the other thing that, that's really helpful and helped me a lot was that you, you always got to think in terms of what do I have to get done today before I go to bed at night? What absolutely must get done today in order to help me move my life forward to achieving my grandest goals and dreams and make sure that gets taken care of. And then that way, when you go to bed at night, if you've done the most important things that were on your to-do list, you're going to feel content. You're going to feel a sense of peace and you'll get a good night's sleep. Because if you didn't get things done or you weren't productive, then you're going to be laying awake in bed going, I should have done this, I should have done that. And then you stay up all night and you get a shitty night's rest and you wake up the next day and you're not very efficient because you're exhausted. I think it's really important, most of all, to learn how to become open-minded because being open-minded in a way goes hand-in-hand with the positive thinking. And speaking of open-mindedness, to get a little further down into that, I think usually what I would do if I were to be have one of those days where I feel down or I just feel sad, I like to turn to a trusted friend or a trusted family member. But here's the thing. It's most important because your friends and your family are your biggest influences. So make sure that if you're at a state where you want to become open-minded or you want to have a certain mindset in life, that that person shares that same um, mindset as you. Because uh, to give you a quick story, I have this friend who she and I, we get along really well because we're both open-minded people. So I do know that she has these two other friends. So recently she got back together with an ex of hers. Uh, Let's just say he made a mistake way back when and she decided to forgive him. However, her friends don't forgive the guy. And so, in other words, if she were to want to throw a party or a get-together, they're, they're more worried about that guy being present than being there for their friend. And she basically explained to me everything that was going on in her life with this, with this dude. And honestly, everybody makes mistakes. If you do it once and you learn from it, that's what matters. Obviously, if you do it again, that's a problem. But... Being with people who are open-minded really does make a difference. And just being open-minded, that you know, my point being is, like, you got to be open-minded. Being open-minded means that you don't have all the answers. One of the things that Confucius said is real knowledge is to know the extent of one's ignorance. Because mm-hmm. when you're a know-it-all and you think you know everything, you're not going to listen to any other points of view. And especially if you're in business, there can be, you know... A, one of my uh, a guy was a strategic planner that I learned from years ago. He said it was like all good ideas basically are killed within like three to five seconds. So you'd be in a meeting, somebody comes up with a good idea, and then right away somebody else on the other side of the table is like, oh, that's stupid or that won't work and here's why it won't work. And then they don't really discuss it any further instead of trying to flesh, flesh things out. And uh, But what's important is that you don't just show up and have a problem that you have a potential solution to a problem that you recognize because you know anybody that's ever run a meeting when somebody shows up and they just want to complain about stuff that's not working it's like okay well what's the solution how do we fix that it's like you you gotta 
Don't just show up with a truckload of problems or point out things that aren't working or wrong. Show up with a potential solution so everybody can collaborate and make something happen together. Yeah. Also, another thing I wanted to add to my story is I just think the fact that her other friends were very close-minded over the fact that she got back together with this guy. If I was in her situation, if I didn't like the guy because he did something to hurt my friend, I'm that type of person that I will maintain some kind of civil behavior because at the end of the day, obviously you don't support what your friend does, but at the end of the day, they're still your friend. So it's always good to keep an open mind and just be civil. You don't have to talk to the person or anything. Just be civil. I think that's just a good way to be very open-minded because sometimes, I mean, you never know what could happen. Yeah, that's the whole point. You never know what can happen. And that person that your friend doesn't trust could turn out to be a very horrible person where in the end you should have probably listened to your friends. Because your friends only want the best best for for you. you. Yeah. So, like, and you're choosing somebody that's wronged you maybe once or more than once, but your your friends usually, they know, they know you best. And a lot of women will choose a man over their friends. Because mm. it's all based on the emotions. Yeah, and Logic look, look what happened to Nicole to Simpson. Yeah. Damn. I just personally like to be that type of person where, you know, I don't like the idea of being so close-minded over things and just restricting myself over certain people and stuff. So that's how I see it. I'm also someone I think one of my biggest things is that I like to try to see the good in people. So when I'm very open-minded about that, I try, you know, it's it's a blessing and a curse, honestly. But I feel that being open-minded to other people, it's, I feel... For me, it's more freeing, if that makes any sense. Like, sometimes not having you gotta, to worry or stress. Sometimes you got to let people hit the wall. It's like all you can really do is give your friend advice. And the more you cause problems or give her a hard time about it, and she's not really open-minded, it's like sometimes you're like, okay, I'm just giving you my opinion. And then what happens, the, the dude screws her over again, and then yeah. your natural inclination is to be like, I told you so. Yeah, at the you end of the listen. day, it's what... You know, she she's the one that, God forbid, if something happens, she's the one taking the hit. But Sometimes you, know, you got to let them take the hit because they're yeah. not going to listen to you anyways, and they'll resent you more if you keep trying to force your opinion. Mm. And it's not going to be good to rub her face in it, but same token, I try to tell you you don't want to listen. 